Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome everybody, welcome to another episode of Lazio Lounge, I'm Vittorio Campanile with me again, Alasdair McKenzie. Alasdair, a much better night than uh, last Sunday, yeah? We are a little bit happier tonight. Much, much happier, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, Lazio did exactly what they needed to do. They, uh, they went to a difficult place after not getting the result they needed in the first leg and they came away with a clean sheet, two goals and... In the end, the last 15 minutes or so at least, it was pretty comfortable. But uh, I think the one thing we might wish is that they made it comfortable a bit sooner, but it, was, uh, it wouldn't be Lazio if they did that. No, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if the thing that surprised me more was the fact that Lazio dominated this match. And, you know, people maybe without knowing nothing about Dinamo Kiev thought, yeah, well, it's not a very good team. They won all their match in Europe at home. And tonight, not only they lost, they didn't score, they pretty much didn't have a chance. I thought that was uh, really impressive, especially considering uh, the past performance of Lazio. I mean, in the last month or so, Lazio, probably this is the best match Lazio played uh, in a long time. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I think so. I said before the game that I really wanted to see them live up to what all the talk was. Before the game, there was Inzaghi saying he wanted them to be courageous. And Marco Parolo said in his press conference as well that he wanted the team to go out and be very aggressive. And uh, it's one thing saying it, and it's another thing doing it. But I think they delivered on that. I think from the very first minute, Lazio set out to be the the team in the ascendancy that was controlling and dictating how the game was going to be played, and they managed to do that. And I think if you look back on where the goals uh, arrived in the match and the way that Lazio created chances, uh, you have to say it was a very, very satisfying performance because they, Dinamo Kiev did create a couple of chances, but in the end it was it was pretty comfortable for Lazio. And, We've, yeah, we've not really seen them manage to get the right blends of being able to score goals and keep a clean sheet for a while. So it's, yeah, really, really satisfying. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, th- I think overall it was a nice performance from all, all Lazio players tonight. I think, you know, from, uh, well, Sakosha didn't do pretty much nothing, so it's hard to rate him uh, as he, 
I don't know, he touched the ball maybe twice. But I thought everybody played really well. And uh, Felipe Anderson and uh, Lucas Leva were probably men of the match. Oh. Uh, Lucas was Lucas was brilliant tonight. I thought I yeah. thought he was he did everything right. He was not not only you know scoring the goal and doing the usual dirty work in defence, but creatively he was brilliant. And so a couple of the passes he put through to Chiro Mobile in the first half were just so perfect. And uh, I think that's something that's a, a really key part of this. The way this Lazio team plays is giving him the opportunity to play those kind of deep through balls. And he did a couple of them brilliantly tonight. And if Chiro had a better game, I think he's one of the players who you would be able to criticise tonight. Then, uh, then he would have got an assist to his name as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, today Chiro probably missed three very good chances. It wasn't, it wasn't the normal Immobile, but you know we want, so it's, uh, it's good, it's good. Uh, one thing about Lucas Leva that I really loved, I don't know if you noticed, after he scored, when everybody was celebrating, he was there and said to all the Lazio players, now concentrate, we, we have to be concentrated and don't make mistakes. You know, that's, that's the thing I like, you know. We just score, instead of, you know, celebrating, etc., he's already focused on the, on the next phase and already giving orders to the team. That's the leader I like to see and I think... Uh, the, he's really important, but the job he's doing in the lockers, in the locker room, and the, the experience he has, that's probably making an even bigger impact uh, in the team. Yeah. Yeah, and I think as well that any doubts people had about how seriously or not Lazio would be taking this competition could be kind of put to bed tonight because, yeah, because of the passion that was shown by the players. Um, from the way they celebrated those goals and also Simone Inzaghi's celebration for the second goal, <laughs> uh, which if anyone hasn't seen it yet, please find it because it's hilarious. He, he falls over because he gets so excited. Um, but it's, it's clearly a competition that this team are wanting to do well in. And, and they should, they, I've said this from the start, it's a competition we should be focusing on doing well in because there's no one to be afraid of. You know, Atletico Madrid are the obvious favourites here, but to, to actually managed to go very far in this competition. I think Lazio can be confident of beating most of these teams over two legs with the abilities we have. So I really hope that now we've reached quarterfinals. It's only the second time in 15 years that we've got this far in Europe. So this isn't a normal situation to be in by any means. And I think that now that we've got to this stage where you're two games away from, or at least two ties away from the final, you have to really be giving it everything you've got. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't easy. Lazio has a tough uh, group, and uh, we we won it pretty much easily. Uh, again, Dinamo Kiev wasn't easy. Easy. Uh, so I think Lazio deserved to be here, and uh, now we have to see who who we found, who we're gonna find in the quarterfinals. It's not gonna be easy, but arrive at this point, I think we have to give it all and. I'm pleased, honestly, to to see that Inzaghi is not only saying that they want to uh, compete for the Europe League, but he's always doing it, you know, putting the best team, the best player, etc. Uh, he's not mm -hmm. like Sarri that says, yeah, we want to win the Europe League and then uh, play the, the subs. 
So I think this is important. And again, as we said it so many times, Lazio is not a team that won, you know, five Champions League that say, okay, Europe League, we don't care. No, we want two European trophies, so this would be the third. That's why we have to give everything and try to win it. Yeah. But, by yeah, the way, exactly. I just uh, retweeted the, the images of uh, Inzaghi falling after scoring. Excellent. I'm sure he'll thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, but I mean, I suppose the question is now, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit early to say because we're recording this straight after the game, but who would you be looking at now and saying you'd be wanting to get in, in the quarterfinals? Is, is it one of these things where you want a glamour tie or at least to test yourself against a big one of the bigger teams or would you prefer to get one of the weaker teams who are still left not not that there are many weak teams actually left in the draw to be honest but how, how would you like it to go well you know it's they are not weaker teams as you said so it's important that uh, and I think this happened in the first tie that the players played focus, you know, concentrate, knowing that they have to give the best. Obviously, I think avoiding Atletico Madrid would be the best thing. But apart from that, uh, I think Lazio can play uh, against every other team and compete. I'm not saying that, you know, if you play against Arsenal or, or Marseille, etc., you, you start as a favourite. But I think Lazio have good chances with everybody. The important thing is see how the team arrived to the next stage. Uh, if you have, you know, players tired, injured, or you have very important matches coming afterwards, then that could be a much uh, more important thing than against who you're playing. Yeah, well, it's it's going to be an, it's it's it kind of get, becomes a very interesting part of the season now because obviously the. The race for Champions League places becomes more and more intense every as as each week passes, but also the the importance of these Europa League games gets even even higher as well. So it's I think now that the players can see the finish line, hopefully they can take on find an extra find an extra gear in order to actually power through into the end of the season. And obviously it's a World Cup season as well, so that that might play on people's minds a bit in terms of you don't want to burn out too quickly going, leading up to the summer if you're going to be playing at the World Cup. So there's a lot of football to be played and it, it makes you wonder um, if we do have the depth in order to go 100% right to the end. I really hope we do and I believe we do if, the, if Inzaghi is capable of finding the, the right way of rotating the team because I think there's still enough in this squad to be able to play very strong a very strong team in two different ways um, and I think tonight the fact that you know Patrick came into the team which was unexpected um, and Milinkovic Savic has been out injured and still the uh, team came through very strongly that that's kind of proof that we are able to add players and change things up and still perform very well and, and get good results against good teams. Yes, I was surprised about Patrick. Uh, to be honest, not that much because 
seeing how um, Marzuic played in the past, uh, I thought that Inzaghi would have think to give a chance to Patrick, who every time he's, he plays, give everything he has. Uh, now you can talk about he's not a top player, etc. But uh, a manager usually trusts more a player that gives all the time all he's got than maybe a more talented player that go, has up and down. Uh, today he missed an incredible chance, Patrick. I was <laughs> so upset when, when he missed it. That, that was pretty much impossible. But again, he had a very good performance and uh, uh, that's, that's always good. Yeah, but he's a very energetic player, um, and I think that that miss does kind of highlight the kind of problem with his game, which is that he's not the most gifted technically. I would say um, it was a it was a crazy chance for him to miss. The goal is gaping; he's six yards out. Uh, but overall, I think he did okay, like you say, and you know with. Marisic just coming back from injury and Bastin not having played too well, it's good to be able to throw in a third option there and and still get a decent performance. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought the the chance was so clear that he overthought. He was seeing the keeper, so he tried to you know uh, to avoid the keeper saving it and said he would he throw it too high. Probably that's the reason he had too much to think about it. Uh, instead of shooting without thinking and, and scoring. But uh, in the end, we won, so I think that's good. Yeah, and well, the, the other thing I wanted to ask was about the substitutions tonight, because I was kind of surprised that on, I think it was around the 60-minute, 65-minute mark, he cho- Inzaghi chose to take off Lulic and bring Lukaku, and that's at a point in the game where you've got a situation where Dinamo Kiev are one goal away from going through to the next round still. And to bring off your captain, who's not at a bad game, um, for a player who's really out of form, as we were discussing on Sunday, was quite a surprising move, I thought, at that stage of the game. But to be fair to Nzagi, I think it kind of paid off tonight. They didn't seem to be able to cope with uh, Lukaku. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Too well, and I think he did provide a new kind of threat and a new attacking dimension on the left wing uh, in the way that he kind of used to. And I suppose tonight, in my mind, it even further argues the point of him being best as an impact sub, really. Um, 
yes, I, I wasn't that much surprised. I, I, honestly, I didn't thought Lulic was playing that well. And you know the mindset of Simon Inzaghi. And uh, you know that it's very dangerous to start, uh, you know, keeping the ball and, uh, and keep the one nil up. Uh, I thought Lazio had to score a second one. And um, the Dynamo Kiev defense is very slow. So uh, a good Lukaku could put a lot of, could, could create a lot of chances for Lazio. Uh, again, uh, he, he did something good, but never finished it. That's that's the problem he has at the mom, at the moment. But yeah, I thought I thought he created more than one, uh, more than a couple of problems to the defense and a couple of good chances for Lazio. So I thought that was a that was a good move. Um, I'm I'm happy seeing the picture of uh, the team celebrating that there is Patrick and uh, and Ani there celebrating with the rest of the team. There's even Bastos uh, smiling. Uh, because I don't know if you noticed when Patrick came out, he was a little bit disappointed. I, I don't know if he was upset because of the substitution or because he missed that, that big chance he had and that we were talking about. But in this picture, you look that you can see that the group is very united, and that's really good to see, uh, especially um, in, in, in this moment of the season when there are some players that aren't playing that much and. Uh, so it's good to see that everybody's celebrating. Yeah, I agree, and especially and Bastos is in there as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think as well because I don't know. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will have, will have already heard about this, but there was an altercation on the flight back from Cagliari um, where some fans started basically having a go at Nani on the plane, and I think moments like that where not only does something like that happen, but it becomes a kind of social media storm. That is often the kind of moment that results in a bit of a, a dressing room collapse, I suppose. Yeah. And I was I was worried when I saw that story, um, worried that it, it had happened in the first place, worried about Nanny's reaction and what it would mean. But again, I think it's seemed to have been dealt with very well. I mean, when Felipe Anderson was having problems, I think Nzagi dealt with that very well. This was a very different circumstance, and it's not necessarily just been Nzagi who's been the one to have to sort it out. But um, whatever problems of disharmony have been going on, um, that was only a few days ago. And already, yeah, like you say, there they are all in the changing room looking very happy, and, and on we go. Yeah, to, to, to be honest, uh, as it happened often uh, in the Lazio area, the, the, the discussion on the flight was less uh, problematic than it looks like. There hasn't been any hit, etc. Only a fan uh, mm. uh, waking up Nani and then after 30 seconds they, they uh, talk to each other and solve the problem. So that, that was good. But yeah, it's good to see the group united, and, uh, and and I think this is a big credit to to Simone Inzaghi, and uh, you can see it tonight. You know, this was an important match, and uh, and Patrick starts. You know, that's a surprise. Uh, Felipe Luis, again, Luis Felipe again starting. So uh, you know, Inzaghi is that type of player who uh, give the, the 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 chance to every part of the of the team who obviously train hard 
and uh, that's that's the result. Everybody knows that Inzaghi will give him the chance if if they are playing well, and uh, so yeah. that's how, that's how you keep the group united. I think. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, I just wanted to bring up. I just saw some quotes coming through from Lucas Leiva after the game, and he's he's basically said that you know Lazio aren't going to set any limits. We want to go all the way in in the, in the Europa League. Um, but something really interesting I thought he said was that Lazio's performance today is very similar to the kind of performance that we are putting in at the start of the season. Um, when the results aren't arriving, we must give our all, and today we did everything right. I think. I think he's right about that because there was uh, the same kind of swagger about Lazio tonight from the start of the season. And one thing we were, really weren't managing to do um, recently was create chances. Um, tonight, I think using Alberto in that deeper role, but kind of coming forward quite freely, he did really well in that position. And although both of our goals actually ended up coming from corners tonight, I think the way we played creatively uh, was really promising and that it was, I, I, I do kind of agree with him in that, that it was more similar to the way Lazio were playing at the start of the season. Uh, two, two things. Um, one, if, if today it was a real Immobile, the match would have finished 4-0, I believe, because he misses a lot of chances. And second, and we said it often, we wanted to see Felipe Anderson and Luis Alberto play together with Immobile. And today we saw it. And I, I don't think it's a coincidence that Lazio was far more dangerous tonight than in the last month or so. Because uh, they, are very, they are two very dangerous players. They're players that move a lot. We saw tonight uh, Felipe Anderson going often wide on the left and on the right. And uh, uh, with the balls run with the ball and created a, a lot of problems and at the same time creating space for Luis Alberto. I think this is the, the solution. This is how Lazio have to play for the rest of the season. I know it can be uh, complicated, it can be dangerous because obviously Luis Alberto is, uh, is less a midfielder, defender midfielder than other options like Murja, but like that Lazio is much more dangerous. And, and so, you know, I think uh, you, Lazio have to score more and that could be an option. Obviously, th then there is the question mark, what do you do with Milinko Savic? Uh, my take is that uh, you, you try to uh, switch the players. You know, once uh, Luis Alberto play, the other times uh, play Milinko Savic and so on. Yeah, I think that has to be the answer really, is just rotation because there are... Uh, a lot of talented attacking players in this squad, and there's, yeah, there's there's no way really that Inzaghi's gonna. I think we can agree that at this stage of the season, there's no way Inzaghi's gonna find a system where everybody has space. So the only thing is that we've got two very important tournaments that we're still competing in, and you know, if you're playing that many important games, you have the opportunity to actually switch things around a lot. Um, yeah, Milinkovic Savage is a difficult one because his his form has dipped a little bit, but also at the same time you know what he's capable of, and when he's at his best, he can almost win a game by himself. So it's uh, it would be hard for Inzaghi to 
to turn down the opportunity to start in, in big games. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's going to be the week of training that, that has to help Inzaghi pick the, the right player. Uh, so, well, tonight it was different because Milinko Istavic is not well. He, he didn't fly to Dinamo. And Luis Alberto didn't trade the last two days because he had the second baby. Ch baby. So that's, that, that's different. Tonight was different. But I think if Inzaghi has the chance to see all the week how the, they train, then he's able to, to pick up the best formation. Uh, Inzaghi just spoke to Sky Sport and he said, we have to arrive to, till the end of the Europe League. Uh, we, are we are doing better than expected. Uh, we believe a lot in what we're doing. Luis Alberto and Felipe Anderson together, they already played very well against Teawa. Uh, they have a lot of qualities. Uh, tonight, uh, Felipe and uh, Ciro uh, uh, were always the first to attack the, the opponent, the defenders. Immobile today could have scored a couple of goals, but uh, it's not a problem. Uh, other players uh, did it, so we are, we are happy as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of all players, Lucas and Stefan de Vrij, but um, there you go. You know, Chiro's had a bad night when those two are finishing better than he is. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the assist is of Luis Felipe, the one of de Vrij. don't know if you noticed. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought Luis Felipe had a great match tonight. Really, really good. Especially coming out, you know, the mistake of Sassuolo, the, the, the penalty he missed against... Uh, AC Milan. This is a tough period for him, uh, but he played. He started and played really well. Uh, so it's really good to see him. How he's grown very fast. How he learns very fast from mistakes. Um, I don't know. Do you think he played because he's the better player now, or because Inzaghi thought after the mistake he had, he made, it's it's the right decision to start him or immediately otherwise. Maybe he demoralized thinking about what he did. No, the way I see it, Zaghi believes he's his best option in that position at the moment. And probably most Lazio fans would agree with that, having watched Wallace and Bastos recently. Um, but as well, I think there will be an element of preparation for the future. Because obviously we know that Stefan de Vrij is leaving already. And we know that Luis Felipe is uh, a potential option to replace him in the centre of defence there once he's gone. So I think now that De Vrij's future has been decided, it's no surprise that we're seeing Felipe being given games more regularly. Um, I don't think that's the only reason it's happening, because I reckon his form has alone been enough to to justify his position in the team. But I think it's probably a combination of all those circumstances makes him the best option, really. Yep. Uh, Greek Stav uh, on Twitter, apparently it has been the case that whenever Lucas Leva had scored for Lazio previously, Lazio has not gone on to win the match. No more. Lucas Leva scorer, like the good, good old Grêmio days. Right, Lucas Lad. <laughs> Well, man of the match tonight, probably. And uh, I, I said it before, the leadership he has, it's, it's the biggest difference uh, he's bringing to this team. He, that, that was something that, for me, Biglia didn't have. 
and uh, I don't know how many balls he recovered today. I think twenty, twenty-five. He he was so good. He was so good. Yeah, it's funny you say that because Billy was actually the captain, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, a quality really had. But I mean, obviously for political reasons as well, potentially that he was given that. But uh, yeah. anyway, that's another discussion. But yeah, Lucas, I think everything. He just he he showed tonight that he's an all-round player. Um, it's some he gets. He's one of these guys who gets branded as a certain type of player very easily, but I think he can be a complete midfielder, a, a bit of an all-rounder. And tonight he showed that because he obviously scored the goal from the set piece. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's he's astute enough to know where to go to get to meet the corner and score with a header. But like I said before, his passing from deep was excellent. Creatively, he was uh, playing a really important role. And yeah, then doing the other work that he's more uh, famous for, I suppose, like the interceptions and the tackling and breaking up the play and everything, the, the leadership, the experience. When he plays like that, like he do, did tonight, he becomes an absolutely crucial part of this team. Um I don't think he's been doing that every week recently, but tonight was really back to his best. I think he was absolutely superb, and for me, no doubt about it, the man of the match. Yes, and and the other thing is, he was uh, giving the tempo to the other players, and when Dinamo tried to push, he was the guy moving the ball and uh, dictating how how Lazio should have played. So that's really important, Uh, especially because it's... It's a young team. Let's not forget that Lazio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18+. plus. If you, if you take off Parolo tonight and, uh, and Radu, they are not very old players there. They're old youngsters. So it's good to have a player like, uh, like Lucas Leva that brings international experience probably that's what's missing most in this team uh, still on uh, on Lucas Leva Philip Pezzano Lucas is the kind of player I always wanted in Lazio midfield what a player yeah and Tom Sheldrick beautiful match match performance at a very different place to win well played the boys did someone say Arsenal <laughs> would you like Arsenal Oh, I'd love Arsenal at this point. Arsenal are terrible. <laughs> I mean, um, I think that that would be a really good draw. I would quite enjoy that because it's uh, they're quite a lightweight team. I really think that this Lazio team would give them a lot of difficulty. Obviously, that uh, Milan might have thought the same thing, and 
it's not gone so well for them, but uh, I think that would be a winnable tie, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's it could be the perfect fit because uh, you're playing against a well-known team, so the the Lazio player will will be really concentrated. But Arsenal probably uh, hasn't got those type of player anymore. It's not a top a top team anymore. So it's 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 a team Lazio can play and can win, but it's not going to be easy. There's also, there's also if you think about the likes of Lucas Leiva, Luis Alberto, Nani, there's a fair few players in our team who would probably feel like they've got a point to prove in front of an English crowd um, from their various spells there, and that would be quite an interesting spectacle as well, um, particularly. Yeah, particularly from uh, the likes of Alberto and uh, Nani. I think that would be quite something. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Or it could be even the chance for the Fry to to find new a new team in the uh, in UK. Even though there are rumours that he found a deal with Inter, but I'm, I'm still not sure about that. I don't believe it. There are always rumours. <laughs> yeah, about Inter, always. Yeah. But... But yeah, let's see what happens. You know, uh, to be honest, they are all very good teams, so you're never going to find an easy draw at this point. So uh, the important thing is, uh, play has to be concentrated. It has to. They have to want to win and go through. I think Lazio has the chances, and hopefully, players will be all fit. You know, if we can, uh, if Milinkovic can. Go back in top form for the quarterfinals. That would be very good. Again, let's not forget that who wins the Europe League goes to the Champions League. It's going to be really difficult because you know there's a lot of very good teams still in the draw. But yeah, Lazio has the chance, like all the others, I think. Yeah, of course, and all the others have their own domestic situations going on too. Um, I think you should always... I mean, I've just seen that Inzaghi's come out and said that he thinks that Lazio uh, have gone beyond expectations in this tournament. I, I wouldn't agree with that. I think quarterfinal would have been a very realistic objective for Lazio and the Europa um, Obviously, it depends on who you get in the draw as well. But I think this team was good enough to reach this stage of the competition. And I think you have to focus on winning it, um, like I said before, because, you know, you work that hard throughout the season in order, and the objective is al- al- always to qualify for Europe. Whether it's the Europa League or the Champions League, you're always fighting for some objective in the league for, for you know, nine months of the season. And it's always for that one thing, which is to get into Europe. And then once you get into Europe, if you don't actually try and make an effort to win it, then what's the point? You just end up in an endless cycle. You basically become Arsenal. You end up in an (laughs) endless cycle where you're qualifying and then doing nothing in Europe and then qualifying again. Um, So, you know, we need to be hunting for trophies, for glory, for recognition on the European stage, all those things. And I think, like I said before, this Lazio team is good enough to do that. Yes, I agree, and uh, I'm happy, honestly, to see Lazio competing in Europe League with the mindset to go through and not just, you know, we have to play another match, let's rotate a couple of players who didn't play that much this season. Um, 
arriving to the quarterfinals, I think it's it's never easy. Uh, so I can understand what the, what Inzaghi is saying, especially remembering that uh, what was it? Gazzetta Sport put Lazio in the tenth tenth place of Serie A this season. So no. Yeah, it was like that. Really? Yeah, I think I tweeted really? it. Yeah. 10 or 8, something like that. Anyway, outside the top 6. So, I, I think uh, th- that's a little bit what Lazio wanted to say, what Inzaghi wanted to say. And, and you never know, you know. There are a lot of good teams coming from uh, from Champions League that you can find, so it's never easy to arrive to the quarterfinals. I just hope this time Lazio won't have the same problem they had Last time they reached the quarterfinal, uh, was it against Trabzonspor? Sport? I don't remember. The referee was awful. He he he. Lazio finished the match in nine men, if I'm not wrong, and the red card of Onansi was simply embarrassing. So, I hope this time the referee doesn't create problems to Lazio again. Well, yeah. I mean, there was uh, there was also the. Uh... Uh, the, the handball of the goalkeeper incident tonight, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think we're we're probably after Sunday a bit fed up of talking about refereeing decisions, yeah. but that one looked pretty obvious to me. And uh, yeah, thankfully, obviously, it's not an effect on the results. So there's no point complaining about it too much, but it it does go to show that when we have VAR, it goes against us, and when we don't have VAR, we need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, just a bit unlucky. We, we need it if the referee goes and watch it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, exactly. maybe he wouldn't That's do it. Problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I thought <laughs> Chiro Mobile didn't have a very good night. But apart from that, I thought Felipe Anderson was, was fantastic today. Uh, the thing, I don't know if you agree with me, is we did everything well except the last pass in you know, all the time good action good chances maybe there was the play in front of the goal last pass and we did it wrong do you think it's a lack of concentration or no only misfortune what is it uh, I don't know I mean it's it's also worth remembering you're up against a team who were pretty clear in their setup tonight which was to defend deep and try and hit on the counter-attack and Lazio's tempo for me was still a bit too low at times and in order to break down a defence of five at the back and then a midfield in front sometimes you have to be very do something spectacular to get through them and I think those passes from Lucas were almost our best option because they were waiting for us to do what we usually do and go through Anderson and Alberto and try and kind of weave a pattern through the defence. And they were quite happy to try and defend that. But actually our most dangerous passing came from Lucas, which was just coming from further down the pitch. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's... uh, I don't think it's anything to be worried about tonight. I think attacking-wise, Lazio created a lot of opportunities and scored two goals and... uh, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied with how we played. Like I said before, it felt like a goal, a game from earlier on this season again, which is a good thing. Yes, I agree. And I think when when the, the other team has two very slow central defenders, Lazio can be very, very dangerous. 
very, very dangerous, and we saw it tonight. So that's why I'm a little bit disappointed with we scored two goals and uh, all from corner kick. I thought we could have scored in a different way. By the way, Milan score, it's 1-0. Eh? <laughs> uh, I just <laughs> saw this. <laughs> we're not sure that Arsenal is going through at the moment. Well, uh, whichever team, to be honest, goes through from that game, I'd be happy about playing. I think uh, I'm kind of bored of playing Milan at this point, <laughs> so hopefully not them. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about the fry tonight? I think he, again, very good performance for him after uh, a period where he didn't shine. Let's put it like that. Yeah, um, got into a bit of a debate on Twitter this week about yeah. Stefan de Vrij. I think uh, it's uh, it's something, in my opinion, that some people are overreacting to. I think he's not played particularly well recently, but then you can say the same thing about quite a lot of players in the Lazio team. It's been a dip in form, and dip in forms happen because players are performing at the best of their abilities, and I think to actually take on that criticism of him as a player as a whole is is unjustified because I think throughout the majority of this season he's been superb really, he's been one of the best defenders in the league and the point I was trying to make was that I think a lot of his um, a lot of his decision decision making um, and kind of anticipation has been off and these are kind of concentration-related issues, and that's uh, that's something that does concern me a little bit because I think if it's concentration that's dropping off, then it's probably more to do with distraction. You know, that's something that people could be worried about, that he might be distracted about his future, but uh, I still think he's a top player and he's had a couple of bad games, but it's not the end of the world's. So is Chiro Mobile, and I don't see too many people saying that he's suddenly a bad striker. Well, he had only tonight a bad game. I mean, Chiro was terrific since now. Um, I, I, I believe the problem with De Vrij is uh, this position is perfect for him. The sweeper in the three central defender is probably his best position. We saw it in the past, and... Uh, for example, the first season at Lazio, we saw it sometimes. When he has to mark the men, he can struggle at time. If the player is very fast, he he struggles to follow him. And sometimes in, in the penalty box, uh, I don't know if he watched too much of the ball and not the player. He he doesn't follow him. So in in a couple of circumstances this season where... Probably the, there have been a breakup and he had to follow the man. He, he struggled. He didn't do it. That's, that's his weaknesses. So, you know, I see De Vrij shining in a three-line uh, defense. But a little bit like Bonucci, probably struggled a little bit more when, uh, when, uh, when he has to play in a full defender. Yeah, um, I think he's he's also played well in a back four before. Um, I think he's you know I think he's a very good defender just generally. I think he reads the game very well. But uh, back three and the centre of that back three does seem to be a very natural role for him. And you know he is a very intelligent player, and you do need intelligence to 
to be in that role because it, you're being you're being relied upon to be able to read the game and understand the movement of the players around you and to also be the leader of that defence because you're the one who's dictating you know, when you're pushing up, when you're sitting back. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Arsenal score on a penalty. 1-0. Getting the light blog of the Arsenal game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, I, I didn't see it, but there's a lot of people complaining, saying it, was, uh, it wasn't a penalty. Yeah, so I see. But, you know... I, after Cutrone scoring with a hand against us, I mean, they shouldn't talk. <laughs> so, you know, things goes you around. Some, you lose some. Yeah, not not for us, unfortunately. I still didn't. Things didn't go go around for us, but there's still time. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um, there's Bologna Sunday, right? Sunday oh, night, yes. I think. Sunday night, yeah. Unfortunately, you're uh, going to go to to watch it, huh? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm very very excited about it now. After um, I was kind of, you know, after a recent run of form, thinking we really need a result tonight for me to be able to go and enjoy myself at that game instead of being chewing my fingers off, basically. Um, but yeah, I think that a result like this will hopefully give the team a lot of confidence going into that game. It's I don't think Bologna at home is a result that is. I mean, it's sorry, is a fixture that the team need to have any fear of. You know, I think it's uh, they won't want to underestimate them, obviously. But at the same time, it's the kind of kind of fixture that should be um, an opportunity to restore our form in Serie A because we do desperately need to pick up three points there. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. This is a must-win match. Uh, there is even Sampdoria Inter at 12.30. So Lazio will know already the result of, of Inter and Roma uh, and Milan that is playing at 3 o'clock against Kiev at home. Uh, so, you know, it will be fundamental to win. Crossing fingers, maybe Sampdoria can stop Inter. That will be really important. But yes, Lazio have, have to win this match. Um, Inzaghi said that Milinko should, should be able to play on Sunday uh, I don't know do you expect uh, again a little bit of turnover not not that much I believe yeah probably not too much um, I think the most interesting thing will be if Milinkovic Savic comes in who he drops because I think it, uh, the way I see it putting Alberto further up the pitch and then having um Anderson drop out of the team, I don't think that would be a great move at this point. I think what we've seen tonight is that Alberto can produce really good performances from that deeper position. So, I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to see that get a bit more time, a bit more consistently, to be honest. Um, Milinkovic-Savic playing in a midfield with Alberto and then Anderson in front is probably pushing it a bit too far. Um, you'd lose a bit of balance probably in the team if you took out Parola to do that but uh, yeah it's it is a tricky decision for for um, for Inzaghi because Alberto was much better tonight I thought yes I agree and and as I said before uh, Felipe Anderson creates space for Luis Alberto 
So I think they play very well together, especially if they move and, uh, um, and create space for, for each other. And Lazio become much more dangerous. And I believe that Felipe Anderson is uh, in a great form right now. So uh, it's time to play him uh, even more if possible. Uh, said this, uh, yeah, I see it very hard for uh, Milinkovic, Luis Alberto, Ciro Mobile and uh, Felipe Anderson play all together. I think it's not going to be possible. Um, I don't know, maybe give a rest to Ciro Mobile this Sunday and play Caicedo or Nani. Uh, but yeah, if, if Milinkovic is back, I don't think we're going to see Luis Alberto and Felipe Anderson play together. I tell you what, if I pay to go all the way over to Rome to watch a Lazio match and he plays Caicedo instead of Immobile, I am not going to be happy with somebody who's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not paying 25 euros for my ticket to watch Felipe Caicedo. Um, yeah, no, it's possible. Um, I don't know, I mean, Chiro, because we're, we're not going straight into the quarterfinals next week, so, you know, it's... If Chiro's fit, I would still expect him to play because Inzaghi's going to be more than aware of the importance of of getting three points again. Um, it's it's a bit of a difficult situation at the moment because we know that we're in the Champions League places, but at the same time, we're waiting to see what the result is of the Milan derby, which still is waiting to take place. And if that doesn't go Inter's way, then... I mean, sorry, if that does go into his way, then we drop out of the Champions League places. So we can only really do, obviously, what we can control for the time being. And I think the most important thing is that these games we've got, if you're at home against teams like Bologna in the middle of the table, then you need to be doing absolutely everything to be winning them or else we're going to pretty quickly find ourselves with an uphill battle to get into the Champions League. Yeah, I, uh, you're right. I think Mobile has to start, but I expect some changes. You know, uh, I don't know. Marusic didn't convince me tonight. He didn't play that much, but I don't know if he's uh, ready to to start. But probably um, Murcia can play instead of Parolo. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Parolo always amazes me how much energy he's got <laughs> it's uh he's a guy who's always his engine has been his biggest strength for most of his career at least during his time at Lazio and uh as he gets older it doesn't really seem to be getting any harder for him so it's uh it's hard to say I mean yeah I, I don't think Lazio's team their lineup is going to an awful lot for this match just because I think what we saw tonight was pretty close to being a full-strength team, perhaps with the uh, exceptions of Milankut Savic and Marisic. Um, so, yeah, if those two players came into the team, then uh, I think that's probably about as much change as we'll see. Do, do you think we're going to ever see Bastos again? Who's that? <laughs> uh, uh, well, it is a strange one, isn't it? I mean... I, I don't really see at this stage what scenario um, will arise where Inzaghi's going to look to Bastos because 
He's fallen behind Wallace and Felipe. Um, and unless there's an injury crisis, I don't really see him getting any opportunities. So, to be honest, this could be it for the rest of the season for him. Wow. No, uh, I'm not sure about that. I think Inzaghi is smart enough to, to give everybody a chance. And he didn't play that bad to to drop back so badly. So I, I'm not saying he did. I just think that it's if Inzaghi's taken him out of the team and refused to give him chances when he's given Wallace so many chances, I think I find it hard to see now that every game is so important up until the end of the season. I find it hard to see when he's going to think it's fine to play Bastos when he's clearly lost trust in him, lost faith in him. Yeah. It's a tricky one because he didn't play well a couple of matches but, uh, you know, I can understand... Luis Felipe is playing well. He's a youngster. He's proving that he's improving. So you have to give him more space. Uh, Wallace is recovering from an injury. But I was thinking that he could play a little bit more in this uh, second part of the season, which is not happening. That is a little bit surprising. But maybe things are going to change in the, in the future. Maybe just for you, who is going to play on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, well, but... Um... It would be quite something. I mean, I've I've been campaigning all season for him to be playing as a striker. So if Zaghi <laughs> whips that out for me, I'll be delighted. Well, before we we close this episode, uh, Economides has been crowned February's member play of the month for the Wonders. Now, uh, I don't know how many goals he's already scored, but uh, since he moved there, he he's been terrific. He was just homesick. <laughs> well, maybe he needed to play a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a talented guy. And uh, he's obviously, well, he's obviously got talent in the fact that he's been recognised internationally by um, getting caps for his country. Uh, he hasn't really got any chances with Lazio, but I mean, you can kind of understand that because if you look at the options we have in his position, it's... Uh, it's not really something that Inzaghi needs at the moment. But uh, but it is encouraging. I'll tell you something. It is very good to see someone finally go out on loan and apparently be benefiting from it because there's been far too many players, promising players of Lazio who have gone out on loan moves and just don't seem to be making the most of it. I mean, obviously, Lombardi and Cataldi are the most obvious ones from this season, but, but throughout the squad, really. Um, it's it's good to see someone actually get, get, getting reports of good news. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lombardi, for me, the, the time he had the chances to play, perform well. And there are a couple of players in the second and third division that are playing well. But my question is, is that the, the, the division for Economides? I mean, the the Australian league is not a very high level, so... That's that's my concern, but he was really good in Primavera, and I never understand why he wasn't able to to confirm all his talent. Uh, so it's good to give him a chance to play and uh, perform well because he ha- he needs confidence to to improve. Uh, 
So we're going to see what happens. Maybe he's not coming back to last year. You've opened yourself up to abuse from our Australian Lazio fans <laughs> now. Sorry, I didn't mean to be uh, that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's obviously, I mean, we've talked before about the, the transition from the Primavera to the first team, and it's, it's a big, big step. So it, I don't think it's ever too much of a surprise if someone who plays very well at youth level doesn't perform in the senior team and often it's the players who you don't necessarily expect to step up who who do you know like the likes of Moja and Keita who've made an impact in the first team and then yeah guys like Akinomidis and Tunkara who were you know very very highly rated as youth players and who haven't managed to make any sort of impact so it's always a bit of a gamble I think it's perhaps a mentality thing, how you deal with pressure as much as it is a talent thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even a little bit of luck, you know. If you yeah. play directly in the first squad, then uh, you have a bigger chance. If you go on loan, you never know how much the, the manager trusts you. So, and give you the right chance to, to play and shine. So, well, we're going to see what happens at the end of the season with the... Uh, with, uh, Economides is good. He has a chance to play. Uh, unfortunately, Tukera, I think he's back in Rome because he's injured. Um, he was on loan in uh, Albania. Uh, but, yeah, let's see what happens uh, in the rest of the season. Uh, enjoy your trip in Rome. Have fun. And please, uh, bring fortune to Lazio, okay? Otherwise, you are banned from the Stadio Olimpico. <laughs> I'll try. I, I, my my friends in Rome used to say I was a good luck charm because I went to two derbies with them and we won both of them. Oh, okay, uh, but cool. the, then I went back last year to the derby and we lost. So <laughs> that's that's ruined that image. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I feel pretty confident about this game. So um, I'm hoping to be able to do something from the stadium on Facebook Live or something as well. So for our listeners, keep an eye on our on our social media accounts uh, on Sunday night, and we'll try and do something for you from the stadium as well. Okay, thank you very much, Alistair. Enjoy your trip uh, to Rome, and everybody, thanks for listening to our podcast. Remember to, put, to subscribe on iTunes, on Spreaker, and especially this week, follow us on uh, YouTube, uh, on Facebook uh, and Twitter, because Alistair will probably publish something from Rome. Uh, thank you, everybody, for Salazio, and talk to you next Sunday.